Blog Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the 452nd podcast of Rough Writers Radio. This is your host, the Rough Writer. Today's title podcast is Trump's Last Days. Full bore coup. Let's get right to it. Trump spent his last few weeks in the Oval Office in the White House absolutely determined not to leave the premises, not to leave the White House, but to stay in and make himself president again, despite losing overwhelmingly by seven, over 7 million votes to Joe Biden on November the 3rd, 2020. He had three, three avenues uh, of, re- three avenues of hanging on to power that he, he chose to do. During this time period, the first one was on December the 27th. He he made a direct phone call to the acting attorney general because William Barr had left, what, four, a mere four days earlier. He just resigned. So that left in place the acting attorney general, Jeffrey Rosen. Trump called him, spoke with him at length. Jeffrey Rosen at his side had his second in command, Richard Donahue, who was uh, doing or making copious notes in real time of the verbatim actual conversation between those two gentlemen, Trump and Rosen. And at some time in the conversation, Trump just came right to the point and said, just say the election was corrupt and leave it to me, leave the rest to me and the Republicans, the famous 16 words that will, you can put on Trump's gravestone at some point in the not-too-distant future. Well, that's, uh, that's a coup right there. Uh, you're, you're strong-arming an independent uh, agency, the Department of Justice, which is supposed to be well-removed and independent from any uh, undue pressure or influence by the executive branch, uh, specifically, uh, particularly the president. His second, the second tactic Trump was uh, employing was uh, the J- January 6th speech on the ellipse right across from the White House at, uh, I think it was 12 noon. He spoke for a little over an hour. And uh, it was it's pretty obvious that Trump was exhorting and urging his followers to march on the Capitol. You've got to be strong. You can't let them do what they're doing. You can't let them take anything away. You must be strong. I will walk with you. He actually said those words. I will walk with you. Although he, later on, when asked about that by uh, Mark Meadows, his chief of of staff, he said, well, you know, that was just, I had no intention of doing that. Uh, That was coup number two or coup attempt number two. We all saw what happened. Shortly thereafter, they did, in fact, that ungodly and uh, motley crew of uh, Trump bitter enders, hardcore, you know, wing nuts, actually did march on the U.S. Capitol, and uh, they uh, proceeded to uh, cause mayhem and havoc. And uh, several 
several people died as a result. I'm not going to dwell on that now, but that was definitely an insurrection with a capital I. Was employing? Was he was introduced to a Jeffrey Clark, a attorney of one of the law firms in uh, Washington D.C. I believe, who, uh, on Trump's behalf, <clears throat> wrote a memorandum that was to be distributed to various secretary of states around the country, including Georgia specifically, on why, what, uh, on <clears throat> the grounds, the constitutional grounds that those states could literally null, make null and void the Biden electors and instead substitute Trump electors in their place. This would be presented or uh, put in the hands of the various state legislatures, uh, the state assemblies, specifically to draw up a, a new list of electors uh, and to uh, replace you know, the duly um, authorized Biden electors. And there was four or five states in particular that uh, this was to uh, be done for the benefit of uh, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, and uh, one other state, uh, Iowa, I believe. But in any event, all three of these actions were coup attempts by Trump to stay, to remain in power and to negate the overwhelming electoral victory by Joe Biden on November 3rd. As we said before, he won by over 7 million votes. He amassed 306 electoral votes, and Trump would have just completely reversed all that <clears throat> under no, with <clears throat> employing absolutely no legitimate reasons. It's, you know, the most unconstitutional thing that could have been done. So there you have it. Trump, Mr. Coup Man Coup. And that's why, among other things he has done, he should be criminally charged for that. That's sedition. That is sedition at its core. Trump is guilty of sedition, undermining the laws of the United States, undermining the, the very government of the United States of America, going completely rogue, going off the deep end, uh, completely unconstitutional, <clears throat> and reckless, shameless. And uh, thank God for the New York Times who uncovered uh, the uh, incident regarding the phone call to Jeffrey Rosen. It was Katie ben Benner, I believe, the reporter for the New York Times that came out with that blockbuster story. And uh, I believe it was the Washington Post that came out with, uh, oh, Trump's phone call, a coup number four. Sorry, I neglected to overlook it. Phone call to uh, Raffensberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia. Uh, Ben Raffensperger, Trump asked him, could you find me 11,780 votes? Apparently, Trump lost Florida to Joe Biden by 11,789 votes. And in Trump's phone call to uh, Mr. Raffensperger, he said, well, please find me 11,780 votes. Obviously, in a a non-subtle attempt to overturn a, um, a completely fair and uh, 
legitimate election in, in the state of Georgia. So there you go, four attempts, four coup attempts by the master coup leader himself, Donald John Trump. He will be indicted before the end of this year. I think he's going to be spending the rest of his life behind bars. That is it for the old Rough Rider. Once again, the title of our podcast was Trump's Last Day, Full Bore Coup. Thank you for listening. This is the old Rough Rider uh, with our 452nd podcast. We're rounding third, heading for home. And as always, stay well, keep it lit, and remember, we ride, so you sure as hell don't have to. <laughs>